Welcome to the first Outer Insights update. I'm Ilse Salzwedel and this is brought to you by Outer. In July 2019, Outer applied to be a friend of the court in a constitutional court case calling for electoral reform. The request was granted and on the 11th of June 2020, the Concord ruled that sections of the Electoral Act were unconstitutional and overturned them. The declaration of invalidity was suspended for two years, which means Parliament had two years to rewrite this law that would allow independent candidates to stand for election. Now you may wonder why Alta wants individual candidates to be able to stand in national and provincial elections. The answer is very simple. Independent candidates are more answerable to their voters as they face a real likelihood of being voted out if they fail to honor election promises. Compare that to the system that we currently have which only allows party candidates and remember how often we've seen party candidates towing the party line instead of doing what's right for South Africa. A system which allows for independent candidates will help mitigate the threats to accountability of the current party list system. Unfortunately, the Minister of Home Affairs and Parliament delayed this matter and the bill which is now under consideration in Parliament was only tabled a year ago in January 2022, a full 19 months after the Concord judgment and leaving only five months to pass it. Needless to say, Parliament didn't make the deadline and had to apply for an extension and the new deadline is next week, the 28th of February. Atta has been actively involved with this cause, and apart from formal submissions on the law, we also monitored the process on behalf of ordinary citizens and engaged with other like-minded organizations. Rachel Fisher, Atta's Parliamentary Engagement and Research Manager, has an update on what happened in Parliament yesterday. 2023 has seen a very, very busy year so far on the Electoral Amendment Bill. On the 27th of January, the deadline for public submissions on the current bill version closed. Following this, the Portfolio Committee on Home Affairs had to consider all the submissions made by civil society and other interested parties from the public. This kept them busy for a couple of days until the 10th of February, where the Electoral Amendment Bill was adopted by a majority vote within the Portfolio Committee. This has led to the bill to be sent to the National Assembly for their adoption. This took place on the 23rd of February. During the National Assembly plenary hybrid, various political parties could make their comments whether they agree or disagree with the changes and amendments made within the bill. There wasn't consensus. Many parties disagreed, such as the DA and the IFP, and they expanded on their reasons. One thing, though, that there was agreement is the constitution and the establishment of an electoral reform consultation panel. This is a good thing because this panel will address some of the concerns 
that the current bull is raising, especially in light of the 2024 elections. However, there are some reservations regarding this panel since it effectively will duplicate the work that has already been done by the Ministerial Advisory Committee that was established in 2021 and who also delivered their report in the same year. So during today's plenary session, there were 300 out of 400 parliamentary members that voted. There were 219 votes for the bill and against it, there were 81 votes. So in general, it was the DA, the IFP, Freedom Front Plus and the ACDP that voted against it. For it was the ANC, the Good Party, Aljama and the EFF. The next big step for this bill is to wait and to see whether Cyril Ramaphosa is going to accept or reject the bill. The deadline for this is Tuesday the 28th of February. This effectively gives him three working days to accept or reject the bill. Never before in South Africa's history has any president accepted or rejected a bill in such a short timeline. Depending on what he decides, and I mean, he can even abstain from making this decision, there are multiple scenarios that can still play out. But most importantly, this does raise the question of whether a legal challenge will be launched against the Electoral Amendment Bill due to the issues that it is currently raising. However, no legal challenge can take place before the president signs or rejects the bill. Once he does, there are a number of interested parties and civil society organizations that have indicated they will launch legal challenges. If he rejects the bill or if he misses the deadline, the current Electoral Act will be invalid and this has its own constitutional implications. Until then, there is much speculation and we have to wait and see what is going to happen on the 28th of February. One thing is certain, the status of the 2024 elections is hanging in the balance because the Independent Electoral Commission needs sufficient time in order to prepare for the elections. And whether this includes then independent candidates, the calculation of votes and seats, what will happen with wasted votes, etc., must be taken into consideration in preparation. Interesting times are lying ahead and we are looking forward to what is going to happen in the weeks that follow. Please continue and watch Alta's reporting on this matter. That was the voice of Rachel Fisher, Alta's Parliamentary Engagement and Research Manager. Thank you for listening. You can read more about electoral reform at outer.co.za and please share this podcast with your friends. And if you like Outer's work, please consider donating. You can do that by simply clicking on the Join Now button on the website.